0: My Shorts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dave Lee Down in the Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Dave Lee. And this is episode number 61. 61!
1: Baker's Bun. That's a shit call, isn't it? That's
0: crap. They had a baker one last week. Just
1: a rhyming call.
0: Last week was a baker's one.
1: Yeah, it was five dozen last week. Yeah,
0: oh baker's well. Oh, and
1: Grandma's feeling like
0: whiskey. Anyway, bun. yeah. Terrible. Gee, talking over each other a lot today. We can, um... Of course, you can join me every single Monday on the podcast. The podcast goes out on all the major podcasting platforms. That includes Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and Audible. A visual element is also available to go out on YouTube. Uh, that goes out to the podcast channel on YouTube. And uh, if you're a Patreon supporter, you get that two days early. If you head to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee down under, you sign up for as little as a dollar a month, you get your early access to the pod. Very, very
1: good. Cheap ass. Yeah
0: very cheap alright three years in two and a half two and a half years in same joke still going Yeah,
1: uh, it'll never stop you,
0: yeah you can of course uh, join me on YouTube at Dave Lee Under, over on Twitter Instagram Letterboxd there's links in the description of every podcast so you can click down there and head straight through if you want to write into the show you can uh, shoot an email to DaveLeePod at gmail.com and if you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating.
1: Only good ones. Hate bad ones.
0: Only the good ones. Gives me a complex. Yeah, don't send... Yeah, we know that. if uh, well, you, you, you want to send in a rating? I begged people last week. Please send in rating. Please send in rating. No one did. Nah, they won't. No, they won't. Because they're slackers. No, they're just chickens. Yeah. Chickens, chickens, all of you <laughs> Bastards Anyway No, I love you Don't start the show on a, on a downer I insulted everyone already Insulted your
1: listeners, uh, man You're going to turn it right off
0: I know Hey, well we're recording real early my time So it's like my grumpy portion of the morning we're Recording uh. a few hours earlier than we would if I was over in Australia So you got me at the grumpy hour so fuck all of yous. No, joking. You're great. I love you all. Anyway, uh, you got me uh, later. You
1: got me later at night. Oh so well.
0: Well, yeah. So you've got you in the grumpy hour.
1: Well, it's a tired Quite. hour. I'll start falling asleep what? soon. Old man hour.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll try and uh, we'll try and get through today's show quickly if we can. We tell it every week. It never happens. Anyway, of course, that voice in the distance over there is old mate Rick.
1: The old man
0: along once again to the show. Oh, jeez. Is this the worst start to a show ever?
1: Yeah, I think there's a little bit of a delay between you and I.
0: There's a real bad delay today. Yeah. Yeah, It's awful. It is awful. It's going to be fun for me in the editing later. (laughs) God, yeah. Didn't want to spend too much time on this today. But anyway, welcome to the show. Um... Episode 61, hey? We've done Ooh. 61 of these bloody things. And we're back for season three. Um, Thank you for joining us. Of course, we were back last week, but now we're back. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying today. Um, I don't know. I've been busy this week. I'm tired, I think.
1: Yeah, you've had some interviews and stuff to do this week, haven't you? Some late yeah. night ones and all that sort of shit?
0: Yeah, can't really talk about it. I can't talk about what... Um, what I've been covering but I've done a lot, a lot of interviews this week um
1: and you still got a few a couple more to go haven't you over the weekend
0: I've got one more on Saturday night which is lovely um and uh that's it so I've done that's I think fun. I did three sessions already there was supposed to be another one that one fell apart and then yeah I got one more they've been great I love doing them they're so much fun mm-hmm. uh, but it's been, it's it's all right because I was in there with um because obviously this is organized through the Australian arms the studios still still working with them even though I'm over here and um sort of you you greet a lot of the the journalists and stuff in the hospitality rooms a few people yeah. you sort of know through doing the work and stuff and they're like oh my god it's three am our time I'm like oh for once I'm happy I'm not in there at three am <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: because if you're back here you would have been doing that at bloody God knows what hour probably. Three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, or something.
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm talking to people in Australia oh. who are in the, on there at three a.m. Yeah, That's uh, Australian. Um, it's,
1: it's getting light for my own. Missing shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hour. not not a ideal time to be recording these, but um, uh well, I've it's, had a busy all, week it's all though, we so. got. All we got. Yeah, we both have. Anyway, let's get straight into the show today, uh, because there's not much to talk about, really. And we're going to try and get these um, intros down. I think it's mm, the easiest mm. way to get these shows back. is cut back on the intro. So, what we've been watching this week. Oh, no. You need the sound effect. Oh, shh.
1: Hang on a you're minute. You're off it. I'm going to, I'm going to find it. Uh, okay, oh, you ready? No.
2: Yeah. What a picture. Good picture. Yeah. so much fun.
0: We got there. Jeez, I'm not on the ball, hey, am I? my pal um, Mike, Radio Mike, he sent a tweet out. Um, during the week, personal attack. He tweeted um, a personal a personal attack. Well, on you, yeah. Personal attack. A- Fire back. Let's get him. All right, let's Hunt get him the down. Bastard. Let's see, let's see what he's tweeted. So he says every podcast, and then in inverted commas, why would anyone listen to this stupid fucking podcast? This podcast sucks. Why do people listen to this shit? And then um, Charlie Clausen who does the uh, TOFOP podcast, that's the one with Will Anderson. Oh, uh, yeah. Mike Mike produces that one. Um, and Charlie Clausen retweeted this saying, which is why we hired you. And then Mike comments back, I'm not even joking, literally three podcasts I've listened to today have said something like this, and then tags me, Dave Lee Down Under, your latest episode was one.
1: Oh, mongrel.
0: I know. I tweet him back. I said, "Looks like I need some new material." <laughs> and we've we've done it again this week. <laughs> we pulled the same gag again this week. Oh, Mike, I am going to do a uh, another show with him actually. Oh, cool. That'd it's be been cool. a while, so we're just trying to figure out uh, timings around all that. But yeah. So anyway, what we've been watching this week? Really, not a lot again. No. Um, I've just I've just been trying to plough through all the DreamWorks movies. Um, and I'm just, I'm, at the moment, I'm like, I just want to get this, to, I want to finish these now. I want to finish these fucking things. Every now and then you get one that is just terrific, like amazing. And then I'm at this point now where half of them are just so crap. Boss Baby. One of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, actually, I actually didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. When did you watch it?
1: Boss baby? Oh, when yeah. You were, uh, ages we haven't ago. watched it.
0: No, ha- we haven't watched Boss Baby. That's a,
1: that's the one with the little the, the little kid as the boss.
0: No, he's a the... baby. Sorry, it's a literally a little baby.
1: I'm sure I've watched that one. No, yeah. we've, but
0: we've had it. This is the first time I've watched it. So unless you yeah, were sitting there watching Boss Baby by yourself one night, when you're <laughs> over, maybe. No, I don't think so. I don't I think, think it's think Alec Baldwin. No, I've never watched it in my life. This is the first time I've watched Boss. I, If I'd watched Boss Baby, I would never watch it again.
2: When, it is when
0: awful. Did it, when did it come out? 2017. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm
1: sure that I watched it while you were overseas. Really? Yeah.
0: Yep. It's awful. Alec Baldwin is a little baby, his little boss baby. And it's just fart. Crap fart jokes. Crap <laughs> fart joke. Like I like oh, you, a good fart joke. You this know I love crap. a good fart joke. Yeah, it's just stupid and the babies are dancing and then it's just weird. It's a weird movie. One of the worst things I've ever seen. Awful.
1: Yeah, no, that's just the whole the whole Alec Baldwin as a baby gets me. I think that's hilarious to be honest. <laughs> no,
0: I didn't think anything was funny about it. It was a stu- stupid movie. So stupid. Anyway. Oh, well. Um, But other than that, like, I finally, I watched um How to Train Your Dragon 3 this week. So I finally watched all the How to Train Your Dragon movies, and they are terrific. They're really good. Oh, no. And... I
1: have no interest in them. Why? No, oh, no interest. So, you know, Why? I'm into fantasy sort of.
0: Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. It's animation. You love your animated shit. Yeah, I know I love animation, but you know.
1: Yeah, I should sort of watch one and make a judgement after I've watched one, I suppose. No,
0: you definitely have to there. They are considered some of the greatest animated films ever made and I understand why. Very good. Animation's gorgeous. Storytelling is incredible. It's not all fantasy and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like a real good one. Well, it is, it is. But it's just really good story. Really good sort of heartfelt story and all that kind of stuff Uh, and all three of them are really good sometimes you get uh, particularly with animated how you get the sequels come along and they're just crap for example shrek the first two were great um but but yeah no they're all really really good other than that um what else did i see i watched um i finally finished all the kung fu panda ones which are awesome as well all of those ones are really good uh, but the, you just get this occasional one like Boss Baby where you're like, shit, they go from one really incredible movie and then they make the Boss Baby. And you're like, how has this happened? How has one studio had such a fluctuation of, oh, it's amazing and then it's crap. It's just absolutely boggles me. So I've got, I think, about three left to watch of them now and um, I'll be done with it all. Thankfully. Oh,
1: I'd, be, I'd be sick of them by now. I am done, I'm I'm over it. Yeah, having to watch all of them in such a short period of time that you've watched them. Like,
0: Oh my God. I think there's like 43 of them or something like that. Crazy. Or 30, I don't know, 30 something... Forty, I don't know. There's heat. There's too many of them. Too many, Mm. and most of them are fairly mediocre. I'm, I'm realizing. I realized I hadn't watched most of the DreamWorks stuff, which is crazy. I watched all the ones that kind of came out when I was a kid, and a lot of the later stuff were just completely missed And I'm realizing there's a lot of kind of really mediocre stuff in there. But yeah, uh,
1: well, you can sort of tell that by just look at some of the covers, and you think, oh, I reckon that's going to be rank.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. Um, Mm. other than that well you would not watched any sort of catalogue stuff I suppose
1: no nothing nothing I've Um, been pretty busy
0: sort of newish releases this week I don't know if you got a chance to check out any of these I watched Respect this is the Aretha Franklin biopic with uh, Jennifer Hudson Mm. yeah I was going to watch that the other night
1: and uh, just didn't didn't get around to it I got a bit too late and thought it's a two and a half hour film I'm not sitting up that late so I didn't get she to watch
0: that is, one. She is incredible in it, but it is one of the most boring biopics I've ever seen. Oh, really? It's so boring. Mm. I just... Even Alicia thought so. Alicia was looking forward to it. And it was just, like, really sort of uh, formulaic. You see so many of these, and they're all exactly the same. And it, it's just some of the lines and stuff in there. Yeah. Like... Don't let anyone stand in the way of what you love. Don't let anyone stand in the way of your love for music. Right. You know, you love music. You're going to be. It's just like. It's just. It's too. One too many times I was reminded of Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. <laughs> you know, this is the. <laughs> the great. exact, exact kind of movie that that movie was taken the absolute piss out of. Um. <laughs> It was just, it didn't, it, it was aimless. It was almost like all these just little moments from her life that didn't have any kind of real narrative arc. They'd bring up things and then we, they never mentioned it again. It just all felt so inconsequential, which really sucks because Aretha Franklin was incredible. Incredible yeah. performer. She had a crazy life and... This was like Hollywood's opportunity to do it uh, justice and it was just boring, particularly as it's um, two and a half hours long. Yeah. it's And the weirdest, and it also it just ends. Mm. It just ends. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it's like, all right. So it's just, it just felt like there was really no point to it. Even Alicia was like, what was the point of that? I just don't, I don't, I don't get what they were trying to do. Like it's got, it's a 6.6 on IMDb, which is like mm. a fairly average rating, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't huge on that one, sadly. I was really looking forward to it. There's a documentary film called Amazing Grace about Aretha, which is apparently amazing. And you look at all like the letterboxd reviews for this and everyone's saying the same thing. They're like, don't watch this. Don't bother with this. Watch Amazing Grace. Um, I do have, we do have that on Blu-ray. So mm. we'll have to check that one out, I think, and get around yeah. to it. Probably. Um also watched Stillwater this week. This is the one with Matt Damon. You didn't get a chance to check this one out. No, I
1: haven't haven't had a chance to get get to get to any of those. Uh,
0: I loved this one. I thought this was really good. Mm. He has to it's like sort of semi based on a true story. Um, and he his daughter is often uh, France in college. So Matt Damon he plays the dad. The daughter is played by um, Abigail Breslin, and she is in college studying and gets convicted for a murder that she says she didn't commit. Right. So he goes over there like a year and a half, couple of years after she's been thrown in jail, to try and prove her innocence and get her out a little bit early. And it's just this whole sort. It's like a thriller, really. It's sort of a bit like um, I don't know, maybe Taken, but the less stupid version <laughs> of it. Oh, um, but it's it's really good. It's yeah. probably I reckon it's one of Matt Damon's best performances. Really, He's very very good in it. Yeah, he plays this sort of um, extreme. It's not. It's not blatantly said or or in his depiction but you get the impression that he's like this far right wing kind of American dad guy and sort of his ideals don't quite line up with all the other people that he's Running into with in France, and he wants to do things his way, the American way. Oh, right. And you know, you got to prove, you know, I don't, I don't care about anyone else, I just want to, you know, help my daughter. Mm. And it's sort of like his, his arc is like him, uh, sort of coming to learning not to, you know, be that guy really. Yeah. Sort of, uh, Sounds without, right. without trying to give it away too much but it's terrific I really really liked it I thought it was good no, you really like that one I think as well I think that's like two hours and twenty minutes
1: God why are they all these things so long now that's
0: what I said last week everything yeah. is two and a half hours at the moment Jeez. everything fucking everything um I'm seeing Uncharted tonight. That's the new one with Mark Mark Wowbag. Uh, <laughs> fuck, what was that? Fucking dreadful. It <laughs> a um, dreadful Boston accident. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, um, Marky Mark. It's got Marky Mark and um, Tom Spiderman. And thank <laughs> the Lord, it's like an hour and 50 minutes. Thinking, oh, thank you, un- thank God.
1: Under two hours for a change. Jesus. Yeah,
0: and a big a big blockbuster film and it's like a, an hour, 50 minutes. I'm like, this is, this is what I need more of. I need more yeah, of this Yeah, exactly
1: shit. right. Once I get to two um, hours, it's like, oh God, do I have to go this long?
0: I know, it's far too much. It's far too much. There's not too many but, things you can watch
1: um, that go longer than two hours, I reckon.
0: I know, that's the thing. I don't mind the occasional two and a half hour movie and I'm sure I said the same thing last week. And it's I don't, I don't have a problem with it, but when every fucking movie that comes out is two and a half hours long, mm. it's like, just give me some choice. Like me and, uh, you know, Leisha and I want to go to the cinemas and just see something of an evening. Some of the session times are like 8.30. And by the time the movie starts, it's 10 to 9. And you're not getting out of the cinema till 11.30. It's oh, like, I just yeah. want... I'm old now. I'm falling asleep in the cinema. <laughs> I just want the chance... To see something... Or even, like, if we go on, like, a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon, mm. it takes your whole day out. And then you got to get home and dinner and all that shit, whatever. And now I'm understanding why you never wanted to take me to the cinema in the evening when I was a kid. Yeah, exactly I was just like, right. yes, let's go see... Let's go see The Dark Knight at 7.30 p.m. It's on 7.30 p.m. <laughs> let's go and see. And you're like, no, I'm not going at night. Yeah. And I understand it now. <laughs> so, but... But that's the problem. Everything is two and a half hours at the moment. So I'm very excited to go and see Uncharted tonight. And it's an hour and 50 minutes.
1: And you always thought that I was just being a bastard.
0: (laughs) I just thought, thought, oh, you don't want to... I just never understood why you never wanted to go to the movies in the evening. I was like, that's like the best time to go. Nighttime, just go to the movies. And Mm. I get it now. Um, But what was even better, last weekend we saw... Jackass forever. Oh, yeah. And it was only an hour and a half and it was great. It was perfect. <laughs> we haven't, because we haven't I've spoken always fa- about
1: this one. I knew you were going to see it, but we no. haven't, haven't really spoken. We haven't spoken.
0: Yeah, last, fri- last Friday when we were st- doing the podcast, I said I was on the way. Um, fuck, man, I loved it. It was so good. The cinema was packed. It's the busiest session I've been in since Spider-Man. Oh, really? <laughs> and yeah? yeah, it's done really good. Like it's like number 1 box office film like almost all around the world. It's done like fucking huge numbers. What do you? People not are bad, eating then. it up. Yeah. Wow. And it's like it just transported me back to the time when I was 12 years old just watching this shit with my mates. Mm. I'm sure we saw all three of the other movies in cinemas or at least the first two I know we saw in cinemas like the whole group of us went. And then Jackass was like the thing you'd watch at a sleepover. Like at like uh, midnight and you're all you finally got in you finally all got your little sleeping bag and shit. Yes, Jackass, that's what Jackass Pissing yourself laughing. Lockie used to love it. I, don't know. I remember that. Oh, Lockie. Yeah, I, was, I always what watched it, it with Lockie. What about World Dress Manager?
1: Him too?
0: World Dress Manager. Oh, I'm trying to think about whether he was a jackass fan or not. I don't think so. I think maybe it's a bit dumb for him. I don't know, actually. I, don't, I honestly don't know. Um, but yeah, but we love that shit. He must have. I don't know. He must have watched it with us. I don't know, um, but it just transported me back to that time. I'm like, this is so good. Just dumb, and it's so funny because they're all they're all you know getting on now. They're all sort of in their forties and like maybe even fifties. Yeah. And be- um, it's just funny to see these sort of like geriatric jackass <laughs> guys just, and you can see it though. Half the time they're like, "Fuck, what am I doing this for again?" Uh... No, just dumb, dumb shit. And they've sort of recruited a new team as well. There's like three new, three or four new, maybe a few more, of uh, new kind of jackass crew that come in yep. and sort of do some of the more outrageous stuff. Um, yeah, because they're getting too I'm old to do the
1: real outrageous stuff themselves. Yeah. It, hurt, it, Although it hurts, still it hurts stuff- more as you get older and takes longer to recover.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they're still doing some pretty crazy shit. Like uh, Johnny Knoxville... Did the um the ball the ball thing again where he stands in the ball pen and allows oh. the ball to fucking knock him up in the air? Oh, fuck that. Um, yeah, he's done that a couple of times and yeah, not good. But you can just see him all like oh, but the thing is, you can see like it's all fun and games. But once someone gets hurt, they take it mm. really seriously. Yeah. Um, like you see him, they're all just such good mates, just having fun. But as soon as someone gets hurt, it's it's like oh shit, are they all right <laughs> quickly?
1: In the, in the past, they would have uh, they would have just laughed about it, wouldn't they?
0: Yeah, but you, you get the occasional person that might be like sniggering in the corner. Or once they realise it's it's okay, they just all... Uh, but yeah, it's so fun. And it's, it's an hour and a half. And I always found this with Jackass. It was always like it gets to a point where you're like, all right, I've seen enough of people just being idiots for now. And it's usually like around an hour and a half, two hours. You're like, that's enough. I've had <laughs> enough of this now. Turn it off. I'm going to sleep. And this one, it's getting to that point where I'm like, all right. I think I've had enough big ballet laughs for tonight, and the movie ends, and you're like, oh, "Beautiful, perfect." It's just like the most, the best, most convenient cinema experience I've had, for for since <laughs> since, you know, for for who knows how long. Uh, it's just easy: get in, get out, get in, have your fun, get out. Beautiful. Check house,
1: yeah, yeah, that's right. When was that? When was the um the last one made before this one? That'd be ten years, years ago. ago.
0: Ten years, ten Jesus. years ago, yeah. So oh. this was like the ten year, maybe a little bit, yeah. Ten years, I think, because they talk in the movie about how it's been ten years oh, right. since they did the last one. Yeah. So it's so like it's like I they've the,
1: uh, retained your generation, and they're picking up the generation behind you.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. And I think I don't know if they will, but I feel like them kind of bringing in new faces almost leaves it open to keep the franchise yeah. or the IP going yeah. while the older guys step out. There's this one guy called Poopies. Fucking hilarious. The funniest guy. I I was sitting there like, this is not my jackass. These guys are not my jackass. Who are these new jackass guys? I just want to see Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O. What is, who are these guys? But by the end, I'm like, fuck, these guys are great. They're awesome. <laughs> this Poopies, Poopies guy is hilarious. So funny. And you, you, he just fits in with them just so perfectly. So is, I love it. I thought it was great. Is
1: Wee Man still part of it?
0: We Man's still there. Um, the only one that they didn't get back was Bam. Oh, because yeah, Bam yeah. is still having troubles with sobriety and yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff, yeah, of, allegedly. Of and they, he was involved in it, um, but then they booted him out. Right, because they they had worries for his health being right. involved in it. That's fair enough. I think he's I don't know if he sued them or he tried to sue them or something over it for like wrongful dismissal. Mm. He was really upset about it though, because they were like, "Yeah, it's not not good that you're that you're a part of this."
2: Wow. But
0: like everyone else's, they everyone else has cleaned themselves up. Uh, like bam has said, I'm clean, I'm fine, I'm I'm happy, to, like, I'm fine to do this. But everyone else is like, yeah, no, we don't think it's good for him. Mm. Um, but yeah, Stevo just seems so happy and content and he's completely clean and sober and, like, it's so good. It's, it's interesting to see the arc, even, from the beginning where these guys were just fucking off the rails and just <laughs> abusing every substance they could and just they were just off their tits the entire time they were making all the other ones it so it's quite funny to see them now where they're sober and they have this newfound respect for life and themselves. Yeah. they're still doing the same dumb shit, but <laughs> it's like, oh, let's just do let's one last time, let's just do some dumb mm. shit again. And it's interesting to see that contrast and funny that the what the last the last film series you would say has some sort of like beautiful narrative arc <laughs> you would think would be jackass. <laughs> But it's quite quite humbling to see because they're real people and you're just like, I'm just happy. I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy that you're happy and I'm happy that they're back doing... What they love, and they all just love each other so much. I think it's so great. It's just mm. such a thing. And yeah, again, it's like takes me back to being like twelve years old watching people do dumb <laughs> shit. I loved God. it. I thought it was so good. Um, so, Boss Baby, bad. Jackass, forever good. <laughs> Get on it. Um, and, you, and you and Lockie on the that,
1: skateboard, flying down the, flying down the hill, yeah. out the front and all that sort of shit. Yeah, sent, inspired sent Lockie that? down.
0: Yeah, push Lockie down the stairs and. and I wrapped him up in a... Um, I've told this story before, I think, on the pod. Wrapped him up in a sleeping bag and sent him down the stairs <laughs> on a skateboard. And then we were like, oh, no, shit. We should delete the footage. Someone's going to see it. We're going to get in trouble. Delete it. Now I'm like, fuck, I wish I why still did, had that yeah, footage. Yeah,
1: why didn't you keep it?
0: Might be somewhere. I might be able to dig it up. Who knows? It might still be on a tape somewhere. Oh, God. If God knows where that will be. No, deleted. God, who knows? But, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> that was that was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to seeing Uncharted tonight. It's going to be just a dumb fucking... Action crap thing. Who's who's in but that I'm one? looking for. That's the one with Marky Mark and oh, Tom right. Spiderman. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Um, so in IMAX, we're seeing that, uh, which is going to be good because a few sequences in the expanded ratio. So we'll talk about that one next week. Cool. I'm quite looking forward to it. Um, I want to see the Beatles get back because they're doing that. In the, uh, they're doing an IMAX run for the rooftop concert at the moment.
1: Oh, are they? That'd
0: be alright. Yeah, and. They it was originally supposed to be just Wednesday and I was gonna book tickets and then these interviews came up this week and I was like shit I'm gonna to have to miss this Beatles thing. Likely enough they're doing uh, they've added more sessions. Mm. So I'll end up seeing that next week I think. But it's playing over there as well at the IMAX. It's doing a short run in the IMAX and in theatres as well. Oh, so check if you want it to get episode, along to you um, can do that.
1: See when it's on, see if I can make it.
0: Yeah. Because, you know, um, as we
1: all know, I'm a little bit of a Beatles fan.
0: A little bit. Just a little. It's only an hour, so it's just the rooftop. And as far as I'm aware, it is literally the last hour of the Get Back documentary. Right, okay. So they haven't re-edited it or anything. It's just quite literally, they just play out that last they've, hour they've of the documentary. just
1: put the 4K in the, in the projector. And... Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hit play. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I'll see that this week sometime. Mm, awesome. Um, tele- Television-wise, we had the end of The Book of Boba Fett this week. You've you've watched it now. You finally caught up. Yep, yep. Watched it all. What would you think? You didn't uh, even give look- thoughts on last week. You hadn't watched last week's episode when we spoke last time.
1: What was last week's one? Um, yeah, no, no look... I- I didn't. I didn't mind the whole series, but what annoyed me was that it's a story about Boba Fett, and yeah. you saw him for about three episodes out of it. <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. rest was about Mandalorian, so it was like Mandalorian one point five or something, you know, one and a half or yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you know, it was just and even and even you know the the last ep, um, it was hmm. just it was just an action, uh, you know, spoiler alert, it was just an action yeah. sequence, and that was it.
0: Yeah. I thought it was dumb. Mm,
2: just I was like, I seconds. was
0: literally looking at my watch going, but well, not that I wear a watch, looking at the phone going, this action sequence, when he comes out on the big rancor, the beast, yep. he's on the yep. back of the rancor yep. and he's fighting with the big fucking super battle droid, whatever the hell it is. I'm going, this see, this bit alone has been going on for ages. Like, it was like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, I don't I care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. There's some good stuff in it. I loved it when Mando and Boba Fett were fighting along each other. There's all these guys coming yeah. out. And like the sort of the Western standoff was really cool oh, yeah. with the Cad Bane. The blue guy comes out. Him and Boba Fett go up against each other. I thought that was cool. There's some really, some really cool stuff in it. This episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. So naturally he brought in some really cool stuff. And i yeah. like to say, I, I think... The episodes he has done of this and Mandalorian uh, are probably the best ones. That some of the best ones of the lot. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't. He he handles it really really well. But it's still just buried within this. I don't know. The series just didn't work for me. As you say, this whole episode is like one long action yeah, sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Like and a sixty-minute long.
1: And, you know, on the th- what two or three episodes before that were just about Mandalorian basically. Yeah. You know? and, and and you know I, like and. Was it last week? You know, Grogu found his way back.
0: Yeah, with Luke Skywalker. Like, what yeah. the hell was the point of all that shit? It's <laughs> like, and then it didn't come. The and then it didn't come back to play in this episode. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people feel like my thoughts on this are a bit controversial because people are like, no, it's so great. It's amazing. It's great. Look, it doesn't all have to be, you know, about Boba Fett. What well, does have to be about Boba Fett? Mm. This is mm. your ta- chance. To have your seven-part limited series about Boba Fett... Yep. Focus on Boba Fett. That's, I that's think, what annoyed me. I don't though. know if... I don't know what... I didn't give a shit about Boba Fett. It's never a character I've cared about. He's literally in the original trilogy for like seven or eight minutes or ten minutes or something. Mm. And he's there. He's sta- most of the time he's there. He's just standing around doing nothing. And then he fucking goes up against Luke Skywalker and gets fucking lightsaber out of the sky and then falls in a pit and that's it so mm, I've never really cared mm. about Boba Fett but it's like oh this is our chance to find a you know get a little bit more time with this guy and then they just yeah. squandered it I think but yeah. I think and I don't feel I don't think I said this last week I was going to but I think because the show is so disjointed you've got the first three episodes which is like mostly flashback stuff and then you get like one episode where finally I'm out of the back to tank. I'm now ready to go. It's now like all post-Mando stuff. And then he fucks off for two episodes. And mm. then the last episode's a big battle sequence. I feel like why didn't they just make like a three episode miniseries? No, Exactly right. Boba yeah. F- the Book of yeah. Boba Fett, which is three episode. The whole thing is flashback. The whole thing is just that part between Return of the Jedi and Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Just three part min- That's essentially what it was. Pretty, like, I was saying, part-
1: it's pretty much what it was.
0: And then it just like went off into Mando. So put that out as like your three part Book of Boba Fett mini series done. And then the rest just like Mando season three. I don't know yeah. what that, I don't know why. I know there were like rumors of like issues going on in the set. I think a lot of that was bullshit. But if there was any kind of precedence to that maybe that came into pl- maybe there was some issues or scheduling issues or anything that restricted them from doing a full mando season so they decided all right let's do a spin-off boba Fett. I don't make that it kind of maybe makes a little bit of sense mm. where they it was like a half mando season then half well what do we do for this other half yeah I don't know it just <clears throat> felt so disjointed. Now tell and me
1: in in the second last episode when you've got Luke Skywalker's with Grogu right, yeah, and and Skywalker gave Grogu the option of of the uh, the chainmail the chainmail um, uh, oh. shirt or the lightsaber. Yeah. Which one did you think he was going to yeah. take?
0: I the way Star Wars is going at the moment, I was certain, no, he's going to take the fucking lightsaber.
1: Oh, I said the same thing, but your mother said the chainmail. No, he's not really? going to take the chainmail.
0: He'll take the bloody, he'll take the lightsaber yeah. and go with
1: Luke. We yeah. were wrong.
0: No. <laughs> I, th- I thought the way this is going at the moment, yeah. because all this is at the moment is Luke Skywalker's back. Yeah. Mm, oh, Boba mm. Ahsoka, Cad Bane. Look at all this cool shit that we're trudging back. I was like, fuck it. They are going to give this little Grogu Yoda's lightsaber and he's going to become a little powerful little Yoda swinging his lightsaber and people are going to go absolutely apeshit for it. Yeah. I was certain. But no, there you go. Who knows? They might bring it back. Oh, oh, wise Grogu. <laughs> Thank you for taking the chain mail. For making the wise choice. Here's the lightsaber. Yeah. You know, some dumb he, shit. He'll like find, that he's gotta
1: find his way back to that lightsaber, you guarantee it. There'll be some oh, way they'll take him back.
0: Well, there's that whole the whole theory of um what do they call it? I can't I can't exactly remember what the theory is, but it's like if you um write a weapon into a Mm screenplay if you show a gun on the screen randomly that weapon is going to come back into play in the narrative somewhere down the line so you don't just randomly introduce Mm. a plot point like a gun so if you see a, a random movie like you might see it in like a lot of westerns where they might linger on this shotgun that's on the wall or there might be a scene where he's walking around his house and then, oh, he just adjusts the shotgun mm, on the wall. Mm-hmm. Just you know, It just seems so inconsequential, but it's planted the seed in the script that there's a shotgun on the wall. Yeah. So that when someone bursts into the house an hour later and this guy's unarmed, the shotgun's on the wall. He mm. guarantees he's going to go and pull that thing down and start fucking shooting away or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I feel like they've introduced this lightsaber... It's almost like it's got to come back into play somehow.
1: Because mm, it, it was Yoda's lightsaber, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. Yoda's. So it's lightsaber. got to it's got to come back into it. If it was yeah. if it was just a lightsaber, yeah, mm. you could say they'll piss it off. But because it's because it's Yoda's, it's got to come yeah. back into the play. Has to.
0: Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. The next Star Wars series is um, Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, so that's I'm what, May or something? I'm very excited.
2: Hmm? Yeah, May, May, I think. May, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I'm really quite excited for this one. I just hope that not balls it up. Mm. We've got Ewan McGregor back. So this one is now set um, between episode three and four. So the timeline, we're going back again. So whereas Mando is set post-Return of the Jedi, this one is set between... Uh, yeah, episode three and the first one, A New Hope, right? So it's sort of like Obi Wan's years on Tatooine after he's sent there to like look over Luke Skywalker, right? So there's a lot of dumb shit they can do with this for sure. So they're gonna are they gonna be using just...
1: that deep deep fake technology in that as well? You reckon or
0: I don't know. No, I I don't think so, because obviously Ewan McGregor's back. I think the age that he is now is sort of the right age age to be portraying the character at this time of Mm, the story, mm. which is sort of halfway between Ewan McGregor 15 years ago and Alec Guinness in A New Hope. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Uh, but I'm sure there'll be some sort of character that comes in and there'll be deep fake shit going on. I yeah, don't know.
1: Grogu will probably appear in it somewhere.
0: <laughs> oh God knows. Yeah, well, they've already planted that seed that Grogu well, yeah, now that you mention it, yeah, yeah. because Gro you had that flashback where Grogu's like part of that um you know, Order sixty six where all the mm. clone troopers were sent to kill all the yeah. um all the Jedi, mm. and he's there, part of it. So he's in the world somewhere, he's floating around somewhere.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's where we'll come back with the lightsaber. Oh, no,
0: no, don't say that. <laughs> no, no, but because this is before Mandalorian now. Oh, you know, <laughs> I don't. it's dumb. See, this is what I mean. I just, this new era of Star Wars is just so much like, I don't mind a bit of fan service, but I just, how do how you do it? Like, someone mentioned to me how hey, you loved spider-man no way home and that's like completely fan service i mean that's what i'm getting in for though yeah you, go there, you, right. you know you're gonna get all the all the boys are back all the spidey boys are back yeah and it's gonna be just a blast and all the villains are back it's gonna be a blast in star wars you kind of want like a little bit more like the storytelling in star wars has always been like pantomime to everything else it's yeah, like that human yeah. story and i just feel like it's going down this rabbit hole where it's just like here's all this cool shit that you remember. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah, know. I don't know. But the, and, but, the um, but
1: the real there's there's a lot of real I mean you're a bit of a diehard Star Wars fan you always have been. But there are, the, mm. but there there are those out there that that can't see um any wrong with what they did with Boba Fett. Yeah, I know. Like, there's a guy, I, there's a well, guy yeah. i work with, one of the art directors, he's mm. a he's a, and I only found this out oh, last week that he's a real diehard fan. And he couldn't see mm. he couldn't see any fault in any of it. You know, I'm trying to explain it, but you know, it's about Boba Fett and you've got Mandalorian for the last 2 weeks. Um, you mm. know, he's oh yeah, it's fantastic. And then today, I, was, I worked with him t- again today, and he had to come up to me and show me his Star Wars socks he had on. So oh, he's a, but he's a real a real diehard so the can't yeah, see... You know, you'll you'll you know? find...
0: I feel like there's, like, me who has, like, loved the movies and really just appreciated the films and just the characters and everything my whole life. You've got this other section of the fandom which is, like, a fucking miles above where I am, where it's, like, all about the lore, all about the old novels that were written all around the... Bo- you watch everything, you'll consume all the books and all this shit... And these are the people who hated the new trilogy of films because of what they did with Luke Skywalker, blah, 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 all that shit. These are the people who are now loving this this new era of shit where it's just all, here's cool shit. You know, mm. that's all these... Some of these people want is just like, give me cool shit, you know. Um, But anyway... Anyway, move that's on. My, that's my Star Wars rant. <laughs> I've ranted two weeks. I don't do Star Wars content anymore because I just do just I don't know. I'm not passionate about it anymore, but um, that's two weeks worth of Star Wars rants mm-hmm. right there. I'm I like I'm very much looking forward to Kenobi. I hope it's really good. Yeah, uh, they've got um, Hayden Christensen is back as well. He's going to be playing Darth Vader. Oh, interesting. Um, for the first time, obviously he's done the, uh, you know, the Anakin Skywalker arc, but we never actually got to see him as Darth Vader, and now we're getting him sort of in that role. So it's going to be. I'm really keen for that, but there are so many. It could go so many places. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I just hope do. it's good. Mm. I hope it's good. So what else you been watching? Anyway, um, let me have a look. Um, Euphoria. That's about it. Well, we've is it Euphoria. Fin- yeah, we finished. Yeah, we fin. Well, Alicia and I have finished the first season of Euphoria. We spoke about this last week. It's so good. Mm. Such a good series. Uh, it's got uh, Zendaya is in it. Yep. Um, she's from uh, Spider Spiderman films. Mm-hmm. She's, uh, the, the new MJ. And she's so wonderful. She's so good. I never realised how much of an incredible performer she is. Uh, But the whole ensemble is great. It's like, it's sort of a teen show, um, sort of like trials and tribulations of the teenagers, but it's like really full on. Mm. It's like in every respect. We've just finished season one. Uh, Season two is currently on. I think it's maybe four or five episodes in. So we'll start up on season two next week probably. And then... We'll probably catch up to airing and just end up watching it once a week. We've continued on with Killing Eve. You should check that out as well. I'd be interested to see what you think about it. It's so beautifully filmed as well. What, Euphoria? Like, yeah. just a light. Yeah, gorgeous. Like, um, really, like, neon. They use a lot of neon, like, blues, reds. Mm-hmm. And it's just incredible. Some of the lighting effects, the camera work, so good. From that, that, from that aspect, I think you'll really love it. Mm. Um, we've also... Continued on with Killing Eve, I was saying last week. I'm st- like last week I was like everyone's saying this show's so great and I'm waiting for it to get great. Yeah, still That's finished a, the first is season. That, it. Is that
1: a period piece, that one?
0: No, it's like uh just like a contemporary thing. Oh, is it? That- it's a spy thriller. It's like a oh, cat yeah, yeah, mouse yeah, spy yeah, thriller. Yeah, yeah, there's something else. Where you've got
2: else.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, Jodie Comer plays like an assassin and she does all these different accents and plays all these different, like goes on cover, kills all these people and shit. And you don't really quite know who she is. And then Sandra Oh is this um, sort of American agent who comes to Britain to try and help hunt this killer down. And they sort of end up crossing paths. Just like classic cat and mouse thing yeah. where they're chasing each other down and then they come head to head for a little bit and then they split up again and then... I'm just waiting for it to get like as amazing as everyone said it is, and Alicia's feeling the same. She's like, "Yeah, no, I'm not. It's good. Like enjoying it. We'll mm-hmm. keep watching it and finish it off." But it's like I'm just waiting for it to get as amazing as everyone said. Mm. So we'll keep reporting back on that one. I think yeah, it's well, three, four seasons, maybe. I'm not sure, but there's short ones. I'll, uh, it's a wait, BBC wait, series. I'll wait
1: for you to tell me whether it's any good before I hook into yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I, I don't know what you'd how you'd feel about that one. Um, But we'll finish it up. I watched... um, I I love this show. And this is maybe a year old now, this new series. The latest Alan Partridge series, this time with Alan Partridge. I think this is some of the best comedy I've seen. Steve Coogan is incredible. And I only really got into Steve Coogan stuff... Maybe the last time I was here actually, because mm. I watch all of the Alan Partridge stuff. Alan Partridge is this character that he plays. Yep. And you'll find that like Alicia thought Alan Partridge was a real person. <laughs> and you'll find <laughs> That's that they, funny. like he's one of those characters that they just like Alan Partridge will appear on some like charity event or oh, mm. we're gonna mm. interview Alan Partridge tonight. So Steve Coogan comes on as Alan Partridge. And if you don't know too much about it, you might actually think, Oh, this Alan Partridge is a real guy. Mm-hmm and he he's i don't know if you've ever seen any of of the stuff but he's been playing Alan Partridge for like 30 or a few years yeah. 40 for 40 years yeah. and he is this dumbass fucking um television personality it's like a satire on those personalities who think they're really fucking good but they about everyone's just looking at him going you're a fucking idiot you know say just really dumb shit he thinks he's saying like the smartest thing in the world he thinks he's being you know so humble and so gracious everyone's like you are a fucking wanker but (laughs) coogan plays it so beautifully and his comedic timing is impeccable it's just some of the lines that he comes up with and the timing of them and just all the little characters he has around him too is so good and he's done so many series of them. You sort of, watch, I've watched them all now, and it's sort of over the years. It tells this story of Alan Partridge, where it's sort of the first few series is him hosting a TV show. So the like one of the first series he did was essentially it was just the television show yep. with Alan Partridge hosting the show. It's like a mock late night talk show, and everything goes wrong, and he's just mm-hmm. a dickhead. And the last episode, he gets sacked by the BBC. The second series he did was um, about Alan Partridge's life after he gets sacked from the BBC. Mm. So it's like a mockumentary about Alan Partridge grappling with the fact that he's now a has-been and that no one cares about him or anything anymore. Mm -hmm. And then the next few projects he did are sort of like mock radio shows, mock, all these mock things. But you've got this sort of, like, storyline going under it, this Alan Partridge guy who's so fucking dumb and so useless, this whole career he's trying to stay relevant, but everyone just thinks he's a wanker. And there's so many very different shows, but it's got this, like, incredible arc that goes under the whole thing. I think it's just some of the best comedy ever written because it's just to conceptualise something like this. And then, of course, you've got the film. He did the movie, Alan Partridge, Alpha Papa, or whatever it was which was like a spin off of one of the series he did where he's like working a radio station. Uh, I think one of the series he did was his like mock radio show and then the movie was like behind the scenes of the radio show. Oh, right. So this new series he's doing is called This Time with Alan Partridge and this is Alan Partridge's grand return to the BBC after like 30 years. And the whole thing is edited as if it's um, raw footage from the studio. So you see them recording, you might see them like recording the television show, it's as if you're watching the show, and then you hear someone go, and cut, ad break, and then it's like, you get like a bit of the behind the scenes happening, but all the camera angles is just as if it's a camera that's just sitting in the studio just randomly oh, filming yeah. in the studio. <laughs> so it's so hard to explain. It is real I don't think I'm doing a good job at it. But you gotta watch it. It is so even mm. if you haven't seen any of the other stuff, it's just so incredible. And I finally go around to watching the second season. I think it's just some of the best stuff and I'm I, like it does, It takes a lot to make me, like, sort of physically laugh out loud a lot. Yeah. It does. But there's so many moments in this where I'm sitting there eating lunch. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so fun. There are so many bits, like these little, even little sight gags, where I'm like, I have to rewind and watch that again. And mm. might be just dumb shit where, like, they'll throw off to, like, a VT package where he's reporting on something in the field and he's, like, walking along and then he's, like, he throws off to something like, and now This. And then you, like, see him, like, stumble a little bit. Like, this is one where he's, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. standing on a hill. And he, like, stumble I'm like, hang on. You go back. And it's like he stumbles, but it cuts off halfway through it. So it's like <laughs> this really incompetent sort of show. But the the comedy in it is amazing. Is, if no to, one, is, it, if
1: any, is it on anywhere here?
0: I think it's on Netflix there. Uh, I'm okay. sure I did see it on Netflix there. But you got to check. It's only, I think it's, like... Um, 25 minutes long it's like oh, a cool. decent like yep. length for my lunch so if I yep. sit down and watch it I'm so sad it's over now Um, but yeah really good just check it out this time with Alan Partridge and I don't think you really need to know I don't think you really need to have seen any of the other stuff oh, okay you sort of I think I think having seen the other stuff you get the understanding of who the character is and there are sort of little references back to the old stuff mm. and um, well I've, I've seen, I've seen... I think
1: I've seen quite a lot of Alan Partridge stuff.
2: Oh, well, right. Coogan. So
0: I think, yeah. Well, the Alan pa- I think the Alan Partridge character. It throws yeah. back to a lot of the yep. old shows and stuff. So I think it does. It would obviously help to have an understanding, but I think just for the pure understanding of this guy's a dickhead, and just watching Coogan's performance is just amazing. Mm. I think it's very, very good. Oh, no, sounds good. Yeah. I'll have to check it. Well, you been. What you been watching?
1: Not a huge amount. We sort of finished, obviously finished off Boba Fett and um, Succession. We finished off, and uh, there was something else I can't remember. But I, but but I was just flicking through some of the streamers and stuff the other night, and came across what looks to be a really good show. And it's been around for probably, I think it was made in 2017, I think, mm-hmm. uh, called Fleabag. Uh, yep. I've only seen the first episode of it, and off that first episode, I'm thinking it's going to be fantastic. Really, really good to I, do a show.
0: I have been telling you about this for years. Yeah, it looks Pete, really everyone good. Everyone says, everyone says this is amazing. Yeah, she's, and you've she's, never been interested in it. This is why I said to you the other night when you said you watched. It, I was like, why are you suddenly interested in watching this? Yeah, I've well, been saying for years. Apparently, this show is really good. Yeah.
1: Well, we watched. I think. What we? I can't remember what we watched. We we finished a couple of things off, and we there was nothing to really sort of start and uh, start to have mm. a look at, and um, we we're just sort of flicking through. And I thought, oh, I remember you telling me about this show, yeah. and uh, I thought, oh, let's you know, they go for twenty five minutes or twenty eight minutes or whatever it went for. I thought that's a fairly short of sort short shorty show we can watch, you know, um, just before bed yeah. or whatever, um, and. Um, Thought, oh, yeah, we'll just put it on. Have a look at five minutes of it, and got stuck with it. And I thought, oh, this is actually really good. So, mm. so I'm looking forward to uh, to get to, you know checking more of that out. It's um, I'm sort of a bit excited about that one.
0: Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched any of it, but from everything I've heard about, it, apparently, it's amazing. Like she's really good, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and she's she wrote it all as well. Oh, so did she really? She's very, yeah, she's incredible. Um, and you will see her name just randomly pop up on stuff. And there's something that I've been watching recently, and her name popped up. And it's just she's involved in a lot of stuff. She's very, very good. She's an incredible writer.
1: She was in um, no. Oh no, no. She was a writer for No Time to Die.
0: That's right. Yes. Yeah. She. Oh, that's right. No. I. Yeah. She. She wrote the screenplay for No Time to Die. Yeah. Or was one of the writers on on that. That's why I was getting confused. I knew she yeah, was yeah. like had some sort of. Involvement in some big, yeah, yeah, and she was. Yeah, a, she, I mean, incredible. She was a
1: producer on Killing Eve as well.
0: That's it, I just, yeah. I just said, I was like, I saw her name pop up on something, yeah, Killing yeah. Eve. That's right, she's producing that. Um, I'm just the show through. called Crashing, Crashing. That she was that's
1: on. the one, yeah. Right. I think it's only six ep- yeah, six episodes, is all it is. Yeah. That's supposed to be really good, too. Mm. So, I might check that that's out. Um,
0: so, anyway, that I think that's all I've been watching. That's all you've been watching, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Let's get on with uh, the next segment, which is... Oh. Sponsor highlights. highlights which we do, <laughs> yeah, which we don't have a theme song for. No. Just definitely. want to shout out to... Again, shout out... <laughs> Oh yeah, no, no good. No good. Uh shout out to kicks.com.au, of course you can head over there, use the code Dave15 and check out for fifteen percent off. That's still active. It's continuing throughout the year. You can go over and pick up some Blu-rays or 4Ks or DVDs or whatever you want over there. Use that code. Of course new releases include Venom2, Last Night in Soho, loved that movie. Can't wait to get my hands on that. And Boss Baby Two, which I'm sure is shaping up to be just the event of the century. I can't wait for Boss Baby 2. I'm going to have to watch it. I'm going to have to watch that one. Uh, But, yeah, and also Random Space Media. They've sent me a parcel. Um, It's in the mail. I don't know what it is, but uh, they've got some cool stuff coming up. Um, Of course, they're developing a lot of great stuff with the the studio arms, Universal Sony Pictures, uh, Disney. They're doing a lot of stuff with Madman and Umbrella as well at the moment too. So heaps of great releases coming from Random Space Media. So check uh, both those... Teams out, awesome. doing some great stuff. So, at that, it's now time for Game of the Every Second Week. Oh, I was
1: just about to hit the, the other theme.
0: Shite! No. All right, all no. right, all uh, right. Uh, No. No, we're oh not doing God. that today. No shite, all right? We're gonna uh, not burn it out. We can't burn that thing. We're doing a new one. It's called Game of the Every Second Week. So mm. every second week. We have a a special game of the every second week. How good's that? Oh, it could be dangerous. Could be dangerous. We're going with um uh uh submissions from listeners for this segment. We figure we'll do Shadow Alright every second week, and then we'll do this every second week. Um and we're just gonna get listeners to send in ideas for games and shit. And we'll play them, play around. And if we like what we get. We might it might be a game that sticks around, who knows. Um so we have got we've got one sent in this week. Oh, before that though, I will read from Jeff. Jeff has emailed us this week on time. Oh, has he? Yeah, last so, week, remember? He yep. hadn't emailed me. Yep. Quite funny because as soon as we finished the podcast, bloop, email came through from him. <laughs> yeah. Literally five or ten minutes later. It's like Jeff, you've just missed it. He's like, Oh no, I feel so bad. I'm sorry. I was like, be better, mate. Do <laughs> be better. Yeah. Uh no, he he did write. He he wrote in and funnily enough, it's a week we're not doing Shy to all right, but we'll read from him anyway. He says, Your podcast primate, Monkey Man, late ape, is back. Apologies for the delay, mate. They don't call me the world's worst scorekeeper for no reason. Right on. Spot on, Jeff. Um he says, Dave, you're ahead this week on the game, at least. I do have one or two game ideas, but I won't want to take up too much time. Good. Thank you for that. Uh, two jokes for your mate, he says. Why did the, okay, I'll read you the joke. Why did the Scarecrow win an award? No idea. This is an old joke, by the way. Yeah. I've heard this dozens of times. It's going to be a bad because he joke. Was, because he was outstanding in his field. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That sound effect used to be on the board there, but I Did don't it? think it's there anymore. No, I
1: can't
0: can't see one that says what what wah. I'll drop it in later or something maybe. <laughs> I've got another joke here for you if you want. Do you want another oh, joke from Jeff? Yeah, go on. Okay, why do stormtroopers buy iPhones?
1: Um
0: No. No idea. No? You want to know? No. You want to know really, why stormtroopers yeah, buy iPhones? It, um... Me either. All right, I'm not gonna. i just crap, crap joke. Um, I hope everyone forgives me no, for no, last no. week. Come Jeff on, what's says. the
2: answer? <laughs> You're gonna no, tell no, me the no, answer? No, you know. no, That's crap. You're gonna you tell
0: me the answer now? Oh, because they couldn't find the droids they were looking for. Oh. I told you. <laughs> yeah. He says, I hope everyone forgives me for last week. I'm sure they do, but now you're going to have to seek forgiveness this week.
1: They're not going to forgive for those jokes.
0: (laughs) No, I don't think so. (laughs) Thanks for writing in, though, Jeff. Um, I am currently winning on Shadow All Right, 44. uh, But you're just behind on 42. No, Um, behind. It's your turn to answer first, so we'll carry that over into this game where you can do the first bit of whatever today's game is. Um, I don't know whether we're going to keep the scoring going. I don't know if it'll now just become like game score or whether we have Shida or Wright score and the game score separately. Jeff is the scorekeeper. This is an issue that I don't have to bother with. I'm throwing my hands up and saying this is not my problem. Jeff, this is your problem. This is your job. You deal with it please jeff.
2: Mm.
0: no i let jeff i'll let jeff decide on that and jeff can decide what he wants to do he's he's keeping scores whatever's like more convenient for him less confusing for him go ahead jeff you can i don't know do do something maybe, anyway
1: maybe he'll have a uh, he'll have two scoreboards one for one for shoulder, right and that, one
0: for
1: other games probably
0: going to be the easiest way to go anyway so this week's one has been sent in to us from lewis glover who's a regular listener of the podcast. Thank you, Lewis, for sending in. Um, He's written in, Hey, Dave and old mate Rick, hope you're both well and had a nice break from the podcast. I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were playing a game that I thought you two would be great at. I believe it's called the Movie and Name Game. So essentially, the first game that we're trying out has been ripped off from someone else's podcast. That's how it's done. I don't know what the other podcast is. I've never heard it in my life. So if you sue me, I've never heard of it in my life. I don't know. This is my game. It was being suggested to me and I had no idea that this was from your podcast. I'm sorry. You can't sue me. So anyway, just get that out of the legal stuff out of the way. Uh, It's called, no, apparently this, uh, apparently a few podcasts and stuff do play this occasionally. Uh, Lewis says, it's pretty simple. A person starts by saying the name of a movie. The other person then has to name an actor from that movie. And then it goes back to the other person who has to name a, another movie that that actor was in. Oh, so, for example...
1: This could last about two I, guesses.
0: Well, yeah. Could <laughs> do. Me. That's the that's the aim of the game. The For example, like I might say Spider-Man Homecoming. And you would say Tom Zendaya. Tom Holland. And then, no, going by this example that Lewis has been oh, okay. here. Yeah. <laughs> you might say Zendaya. And then I would say The Greatest Showman. And then I you would say, say Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, yeah. And then I would say Logan, et cetera. And no. then you would go back to you. You have to name someone who's in that. And then I come back Hugh and I have to Jackman. name another movie they were in. <laughs> yeah. So Lewis says, obviously, once a name or a movie has been said, it cannot be repeated. It's For that round, it's up to you if you'd like to introduce the rule of one movie per franchise into it. I think that makes sense. Otherwise, you'd be like Hugh Jackman, and I'd be like X-Men, and then you'd be like Chris Pine, and I'd be like X-Men 2, and you'd be like (laughs) Halle Berry, X-Men 3. Yeah, so you can't do that. We're going to introduce that rule. That's a good idea. Um, he says would uh, points are earned by being able to stump your opponent if they do not give an answer in 10 seconds or repeat an answer that's previously been said uh, you get the point oh you get a point yeah Uh, would you love to hear would love to hear you guys give it a go and see how long you can rally for obviously feel free to change the rules and whatever not changing the rules we're going to stick with that let's do two rounds of this maybe well we'll see how we'll see how we go we'll do a couple of rounds um, and I think you're starting this week. So you got to throw out um, a movie. I don't know if we have like a timer or anything. Maybe we just time on my hands or something like that. Oh, you've got 10 <laughs> seconds to, to shout out something. So let's go. Um, just hang on. Um, you can't use IMDb. You can't cheat. I'm not I using see IMDb. you on your laptop. I'm you not can't not use IMDb. IMDb. I'm not using IMDb. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, okay. The day after tomorrow.
0: Oh, Jesus. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Bastard. Oh, what was that one he was in?
1: (laughs) It's going to last about ten. It's going to last about three minutes, I reckon.
0: Seven. Um, Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Uh, <laughs> I just could not I, I just can't
2: think of it.
0: Terrible!
2: <laughs> Terrible! Uh, oh no! God. I'll I'll
0: be I'll be nice. I'll let that be the trial run. All right? <laughs> let's do. Let's do it for for reels this time. All right? So chat out a movie, and let's do it. Pulp Fiction. John Travolta.
1: Um. Sunday night fever
2: Oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> No
0: <laughs> No Five Six Who was in there Seven eight, The Bee Gees Nine two, The isn't? Bee Gees did the, music. <laughs> did the
2: music
1: They did the music They did the music They did the mu- They were in it though
2: <laughs>
0: No <laughs> Stump me Saturday Night Fever? <laughs> Crap. I was expecting you to say Greece, and then I say, oh, Michelle Pfeiffer, and then, not Michelle Pfeiffer, she was in the sequel. What's her name? Yeah. Um, Olivia Newton-John, and then I would have stumped you. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, let's do another one.
1: Got me totally.
0: All right, let's do another one. You can you can throw out the movie. Do you want me to throw out a movie? I'll throw out one. Yeah, you throw one. All right. Uh, well, it's not too hard for me. War of the Worlds, the 2000s version.
1: Uh, Tom Cruise
0: Mission Impossible
1: uh, um, <laughs>
0: oh, <no.
1: laughs> Which one?
0: Um yeah that was a bit mean wasn't it? Uh, the <laughs> latest one Mission Impossible Fallout or whatever it's called. Um the that, that, that chick that neck works with um,
1: Oh god. Um five It's
0: <laughs> <Four. laughs> just Three, two, one. Uh, this I game go. is harder than it looks. This Much game is harder, harder than you think, looks. Isn't it? Yeah. All right. You go again. We'll do a couple of rounds since this is actually quite short game.
1: <laughs> um, let me sort of try and think of a film.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> God, I can't even think of one. You win.
0: <laughs> I win. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um uh Bull Durham uh, Kevin Costner Um
1: If you build it they will come. Um ten uh ten, that's the name of that ten, fucking ten, film. Ten, um
0: i four Waterworld three Waterworld completely different movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, no, that one has come to me. Dennis Hopper. Fuck. Um, <laughs>
1: um he oh, what the fuck uh, No, I think I'm five. Gonna, I
0: think I'm gonna four, strike out here. Three, two, um,
1: one. Uh, there was there was one there was one I was I was trying to think, I couldn't think of the name of it, and it was bloody easy rider.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it would, I knew you'd either think of that or Apocalypse Now.
1: Oh you yeah, didn't even think of Apocalypse Now. Easy Riders what I was trying to think long. of.
0: Yeah. Alright, I will throw let's do one more. I'm gonna yep. throw out a film and uh see how we go. Okay? Yep. I'm gonna make this one easy. Boss baby.
1: Um um I was only talking about him before. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. I can't think of this <laughs>
1: Um Five. <laughs> four. Three. Oh, Freaking hell. Two, That's the pressure of trying to get one. it done in a certain amount of time. No!
0: <clears throat> Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow, that was uh, an absolute disaster of a game. The-
1: The moral to the story is don't get old, people. You lose your memory.
0: (laughs) And maybe just don't try new things. Let this be a lesson to everybody. (laughs) Don't try new... Don't try things. Just stick with what you know. Don't try things. No one ever Uh... got anywhere trying something. (laughs) Wow. Thanks to Lewis for sending in this game. Uh, uh, that was actually, it was actually harder than expected. Much harder I
1: thought it was going to be. Yeah. Although Surprising. I knew I'd fuck up because my memory is terrible.
0: Well, I thought I'd do better than I did. So there you go. Mm. So that's going to be fun for Jeff to kind of keep score off. Uh, but if you do, if anyone out there does have an idea for a game that we can play, please send them in. We'll play every second week, of course. Uh, next week we'll be back to Shadow Right. The week after we'll play another game that's been sent in from listeners. We have had a couple sent in, and I'm looking forward to trying some out. But yes, we want more, so send them along, and uh, we'll we'll play. I wouldn't mind giving that one another go one day. I reckon that was that was a lot of fun. I reckon we could yeah, do that one again. That is for that is sure. Good. I enjoyed that, although we fucked it up. With that, that was this week's edition of the game of every second week. Mm. Now it's time for a segment that the uh, world's worst manager doesn't believe should be a segment. But I'm saying, get fucked. This is a segment. It is.
2: <laughs>
0: Trailer trash. <laughs> I never did get around to putting the um, sound effect of the bin lid. You know, I was saying I was going to. Just to make it a little bit more clear I just need to have that sound of the binge Never Mm. did get around to doing that Let's take a look at one trailer this week Uh, This is the latest installment in the Jurassic franchise Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, etc This is apparently the finale It's apparently the last one they're doing Uh, It's called Jurassic World Dominion Let's take a look at the trailer
2: Alice Sadler. Alan Grant
1: You didn't come out all this way just to catch up now, did you?
2: You coming or what? We're racing toward the extinction of our species. We not only lack dominion over nature, we're subordinate to it. Don't don't move. Bigger. Why do they always have to go bigger?
0: There we go. That's the first trailer for Jurassic World Dominion. Mm, doesn't look what too bad. What are your bad. thoughts? Doesn't look too bad. Yeah, can I'm only, quite excited for this one, actually.
1: Can only be better than the last film.
0: I hated the last one. I thought it was the dumbest thing. I thought it was so dumb. Someone brought up a hilarious point the other day. There's... um. The scene where they have all the dinosaurs, they're like trying to sell them on the black market. Remember, yep. it's like a big like auction. They're selling the dinosaurs, and they sell like a real life resurrected dinosaur to someone for twenty million dollars. Mm. The movie alone cost two hundred million to make. Oh, so they're saying a, di- a real life dinosaur is worth less than what the movie actually costs <laughs> to make. <laughs> It's, like, it's just such a dumb movie. I, it's the, I'm a huge Jurassic Park fan. I've loved, I've enjoyed all of them. I love the original one, um, but that last one was just the only one I really just thought this is so crap. Yeah. Well, the third one's not very good either. Um, but um, yeah, I just thought it's awful. But I've always said the way the last one ended, I thought was really good because mm. what happens there is all the dinosaurs escape from. It was a zoo or like no it was like the compound yep. where they were all being captured and they all escape and wind up in the wild and it sort of gives you this idea that the next movie is going to be about the time ty- the dinosaurs taking back over the earth and having to live in harmony with the humans so sort of like natural selection takes a Another turn, mm. and I always thought that is a really cool premise, and they're going forward with it thankfully. Um, so I'm quite interested to see what they do with this. Yeah, it looks quite good. Uh, of course, we've got the original crew are back again, which is great. Good. Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. all back in their <laughs> in their original roles. I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to this one.
1: Yeah, that that actually looks that actually looks quite good. I'm sort of looking forward to that now. I haven't seen anything of that. And it's good to see that they, you know, it says says during it's the the conclusion or the the final episode or whatever they, whatever it said, you know, that'll be good.
0: Yeah, I think it. I think it's very good. I think I feel like there's like a reason to bring these characters back as well, like the what you would call these days legacy characters. Yeah, that's sort of the terminology that gets used now. Um, Sometimes you're like, oh, like I am with Mandalorian or Boba Fett. Like, oh, why do we need to keep bringing these legacy, these boring legacy characters back? I don't care. This, I feel like, there's a point. It's like the last time we saw Alan Grant, which is um, uh, Sam Neill's character, he's like, I'm done with dinosaurs. Mm. I don't want to, I don't want anything to do with dinosaurs again. I just want to be happy. I want to be by myself. This is it. I'm not doing dinosaur shit anymore. But now the dinosaurs have taken over the earth it's like he has no choice. Mm. He has to. He's like, well, fucking the dinosaurs are here. I saw one comment which was like, if you can't take the man to the dinosaurs, take the dinosaurs to the man. <laughs> so, uh, so Samuel's back. I think it's. I think it's going to be good. I think the the narrative of it looks quite quite interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm keen I'm look forward to that I'm one. I'm very excited for this one.
1: I didn't think I would. Didn't didn't think I would be after the last one because I didn't really enjoy the last one.
0: Yeah, it was the same, but like I said, the way it ended, I was like, well, Mm. I think there's hope that the next one could actually be quite good. Mm. And it was just annoying that I was like, oh, God, now we've got to wait three years for something that is actually good because I really, really didn't like that last one. Uh, That one is out on June 10th in the US and the UK, and it's out on June 9th in Australia. So looking forward to that. I am going to pester my contacts at Universal to get me some sort of junketing with that film because that would just be awesome that'd be so good yeah it'd be i'd love, love to speak to anyone involved uh, in jeff
1: Goldblum would be great to speak to
0: jeff Goldblum <laughs> would be great i'd love it that would be so funny um but for that we were going to have a look at the light here trailer as well but it wasn't really much different to the last trailer right um, so I think we've put our thoughts on that I've done a trailer breakdown on it as well so if you do want to head over to my YouTube channel and you can check out my trailer breakdown on the Lightyear trailer, you can do that for now though, we're going to very quickly do one little piece in this next segment oh, that's so nice. what is that noise? oh of course, that is the jingle for this new theme song, this new segment. It's not a new segment. No. It's old segment. Yeah. This segment that we're going into. It is the news.
2: Mm.
0: Boring. 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 News is boring. No, it's not. It's exciting. We're going to take a look at just one thing this week. Someone... I, I'm not touching the Oscars. I don't care about the Oscar nominations, really. Well, actually, this year, they put out Oscar nominations this year. Everyone knows what they are. Um, I'm actually quite impressed with them this year. Usually I'm like, fuck, I don't care about half these movies. But I granted, this year there's been a lot of really great movies out and there have been a lot of really great movies that have been nominated. And I'm actually, I think I'm invested in the Oscars again this year. Mm. Uh, stuff like, uh, I've seen a lot of the movies too for once. A lot of the time it's like, I haven't seen half of this stuff. I don't I don't know, I don't care. Um, but now I'm, I'm actually quite interested. I'm not going to go into my in-depth thoughts on it all, but... Um, I do want to sort of bring that up. Uh, but what I have been very excited about this week is we've got our first look at Amazon's Lord of the Rings series, mm. which is um, coming very soon. I think it's towards the end of the year, September or something. They did give a release date, but I can't remember. Um, this is um, the single most expensive television series made in history really they paid 200 Yeah, we sw- we have spoken about this before but a lot a long time ago um amazon paid 250 That's million right, dollars yeah. for the rights alone shit, for the rights alone shit. to do lord of the rings uh they uh signed up for 5 seasons and it's going to cost 150 to 200 million dollars a season, Ooh. and they're saying that this series, once it's concluded, will have surpassed a billion dollars. Wow. And it is the single most, ex- the most anyone has ever spent on a television series ever—billion-dollar series. Mm. Um, but they are going to—I think they're saying the first season is going to be the most expensive one because they have to build all the sets and all that kind Aye. of shit. Um, whereas a lot of that can be repurposed mm. for. Mm. The later series, yeah, exactly. Season one's being filmed in New Zealand, but then they're taking production to London for the rest of the series for some reason. Um, there was all political stuff behind it and whatever. But yeah, we've got our very first look at it. And what well, you? You were never a huge Lord of the Rings fan, no.
1: Really. It's just all that fantasy stuff again that I'm not sort of really into. I, I mean, I'm in, I enjoyed yeah. them, but I was never really, you know, taken by them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think about these few images that we've got so far? Oh, it looks fairly interesting. Keep in mind it's a television series, yeah. Yeah. It looks quite good. Co- costumes are great, like the makeup and all that kind of stuff's really good. It looks very similar to the films. Where was it? Um, where was sorry, where Angry... was it made? Well, they shot the first season was shot in New Zealand. Right, yeah. Which is I where Lord of it... the Rings has always been filmed. But they're moving to the UK for the second and the well the uh, subsequent
1: ones,
0: yeah, yeah. That's the word. It? Why oh, would they? Yeah. Why would
1: they do that? I mean,
0: no, there were we. We spoke about it ages ago, but yeah, it was yeah. just they. I think they wanted to pull out. New Zealand government wasn't happy about it oh, and yeah. all this shit. But there was some. I think it was cheaper for them to film in in the UK or something like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think this looks really cool. And one thing that really hasn't been said. Is um, whether this is connected to the movies. Obviously, it's in, you know, it's based on the same material and it's set thousands of years before The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. But they haven't really quite said whether this is in that same continuity as the movies. Mm. Or I guess if it's part of the same franchise or whether it's a reboot. Yeah. I don't I don't really know. I don't really know what they're doing. They haven't really announced it. I think it would be kind of sad if they distanced it, they tried to do their own thing um as opposed to I don't know. I, I feel like it would be cool if it was part of the same series. But then at the same time does it really matter if this is a story set a thousand like thousands of years before? I don't Probably know. Probably not. Um, uh, but we'll see, but cause, cause you could get, you know, these el some of the elves, you know, they live for thousands of years and they don't yeah. change, you know, they look the same. So like Legolas, you know, he looks exactly the same. Mm. Uh, so, you know, if this was connected to the movies, you could have characters from the movies with their original actors come into it. I think that's probably going to be the best, um, uh, sort of indicator of it. It's the kind of the performers that are involved in this. Right. Um, Um, but yeah, I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to it. I've always liked Lord of the Rings. It's, uh, the official synopsis says the series begins during a time of relative peace and covers all the major events from the second age of Middle-earth, the forging of the Rings of Power, the rise of the Dark Lord Sauron, the story of the island kingdom of Numenor, and the last alliance between elves and men. So it's like, essentially like the prequel series about how the rings were made and right. where all these old age-old battles and stuff began. I'm looking forward to it. I can't look. So That's going to be an Amazon Prime thing that's coming later this year. Uh, and, September
1: um, 2, it says.
0: There you go. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that comes. There's a new story actually came out this morning that whoever has the rights to the Lord of the Rings as a video game property are selling the rights. And they oh. want to sell them for like $2 billion or something like that. And apparently Amazon's ironed that off as well. So Amazon wants to, you know, monopolise this whole Lord of the Rings thing. It's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, Peter Jackson is not involved in this either, so that's probably a big indication of whether this is not... that this is probably not connected. But it's also co-produced by New Line Cinema, who did do the original movies, so... I don't know. We'll find mm. out in time. They're being very, very secretive about this. There's obviously been no trailers or anything. I think we're going to get a trailer on Super Bowl Sunday, actually, oh. during the game. So um, I can't wait for that. For now, we've got these pictures. Uh, Vanity Fair released them. Uh, looks good. Yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to it. At that, though, I think it's time. Yeah. That's it. Oh, we're at the end of the show. At the end of the show, another showdown. And we've done it in good time today. Yeah. Great.
1: And we fucked up a bit, bit, you know. We'll get used to it. Doing it. Distance.
0: Yeah, that is all that we have time for. Uh, The podcasts go out every single Monday on the podcasting platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Audible. Uh, Visual Almond is available on YouTube. That goes out two days earlier to Patreon supporters, so you can head over to patreon.com forward slash Dave down under. If you want to sign up for that and... um, as little as a dollar a month you get your uh, patron access to that early podcast pretty good you can find me on youtube at daily dinner I'm on twitter instagram uh, and letterboxed links in the description of the podcast down below if you want to click straight through and if you want to write into the show whether you want to send us a letter or hate mail or you want to send us a game idea, you can shoot them through at daveleapod.gmail.com. At if you're listening on podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating.
1: Don't care what sort they yeah. leave. I don't care anymore. Leave a good one. Leave a bad one. Yeah. yeah. But if you leave a bad one... Just leave
0: one, a fucking review. Just please leave us a bloody review. Yeah. It'll help. It'll help us feel like uh, people all, are listening. It all sucks. Um, of course. <laughs> YouTube preview the week. Last week, I dropped some cartoon news that was about it. The Lightyear trailer breakdown. Futurama is coming back, by the way. So Ooh. I did a little video about Futurama is coming back again. I love again, that show. Again. Um, so I did a little video on that. You can check out uh, this week. I'm hoping to get a cartoon evolution out, but maybe might be the week after. I'm working on it at the moment. I think I'll have it edited in a few days, but it just kind of then depends on when I'm actually going to schedule that. So this week, Maybe a Cartoon Evolution, maybe just some news. We'll see. Mm. And I think that about covers it all. I might be in a better mood next week. This, I feel like this was a very pessimistic episode this week. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff this week that I didn't like. So next week we'll see if we're a bit cheerer, a bit cheerier. Cheerer? Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, something. Anyway, anyway, thanks to old mate Rick for joining us once again. Thanks, Dave. And uh, thanks to everybody out there for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Take it easy, guys. And we'll try not to fuck up no. the next one.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's badly, anyway. <laughs> All right, see you later. See you, guys. Yeah.
0: Thank you. See ya.